0: Hello and welcome to the Roll4 Podcast. My name is Fraz. I'm Lewis. And we're going to talk about d I really got that note on, haven't I? I was
1: going to say, it's like, a, it's like a dove singing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a dove is? Yeah. It's like Cher. It only goes by one, one name, right? Like Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: okay yeah I'm gonna change my stage name to Dove don't no no okay get off the stage of anything
1: (laughs) 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 what a horrible way to start today (laughs) your shit fuck off
0: (laughs) oh I know it's said with love Uh, Right, we are continuing our path of... um, Don't sassily look at me as I shake my head at you. (laughs) (laughs) We're continuing our path of um, the barbarian subclasses. And we're going spiritual today, so get your crystals out yes we're going from the ridiculous (laughs) yeah all right (laughs) whatever put put your law and your theater of the mind away let's get down to the mechanics (laughs) i'll
1: zip that back up
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we did berserkers didn't we berserkers are boring yeah so now we're going to do ancestral guardian which are
1: not not boring (laughs) wordy yeah there's there's some stuff in this um I, the more and more I read about them, the more and more I am kind of falling in love with an Ancestral Guardian.
0: They are fucking cool. Yeah. They are, as like from the chitters. Of, the chitters. Cheaters. Cheaters. <laughs> from the chatters that I've seen yeah. on the, the Reddits and the Twitters, mm-hmm. uh, Ancestral Guardian seems to be everyone's favourite. Okay. Or at the very least, the one. You know, you get the like. Who'd win in a fight between all of the classes and subclasses? Yeah, it yeah. tends to come down to Moon Druid or Ancestral Guardian.
1: Yeah, Moon Druid's the most ridiculously OP. Oh, mate, when we get on know. to doing Druids. Do you, know, they've got so, do you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like half an hour just talking about why they're good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, wild. So, Ancestral Guardians.
1: Ancestral Guardians. Everybody lend me your ears once more as I talk you through the mildly spiritual, slightly superstitious, and all-in-all badass barbarian subclass of Ancestral Guardians. Some barbarians hail from cultures that revere their ancestors. These tribes teach that their warriors of the past linger in the world as mighty spirits who can guide and protect the living. When a barbarian who follows this path rages... The Barbarian contacts the spirit world and calls on these guardian spirits for aid. Barbarians who drew or draw on their ancestral guardians can better fight to protect their tribes and their allies. In order to cement ties to their ancestral guardians, barbarians who also follow this path cover themselves in elaborate tattoos that celebrate their ancestors' deeds. These tattoos tell sages of victories against terrible monsters and other fearsome rivals. Do you know what the first thing I think of when I hear that is? No, Mulan. Right.
0: Have you seen Mulan?
1: Mm, bits of it. Uh I know the song. Yeah. About getting down to business. Yes.
0: Uh no, um Mulan um is set in ancient China. Um and they call on like ancestral guardians to help them in battle.
1: Okay.
0: Um so yeah, almost word for word. I was
1: thinking Field of Dreams.
0: Yeah, no that works too. <laughs> Sure. If you build it. It will rage. They will-
1: <laughs> I will be upset.
0: <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of flavour to be had here, isn't it? I
1: mean, it's almost It writes it for you. I'll be honest, it, it does it for you. You don't have to roleplay anymore. Your your super class has done it. Well we t- we talked about the berserker being a blank canvas. This is the
0: opposite, isn't it? This gives you this gives you a really detailed painting and but you it's there's so much to run
1: with. Yeah, I mean, so it it adds in the what I love most about this is Barbarian as a whole is is a bit dull. Sure, right? yeah. You have to make the most out of big it. Big boy hit. Yeah, big boy hit, big boy possibly dumb, big boy strong and sit and stand and just kind of do stuff. This one gives them lots of stuff like tattoos, tribal meaning. Like, it's not just turn around and gone, Barbarians are kind of tribal. They don't like enclosed spaces. They hate crowds. This has gone, there is a spiritual background to their tribe. There are culture... There's cultural references in here. There's, you know, rituals, uh, tattoos, you know, ceremony. There's all this stuff. Superstition comes into it now. So you're now thinking of this barbarian isn't just dumb. Look at me, hit stuff. This is a barbarian that has eons of culture at their will and kind of they can bring it forth whenever. Like now, just think about your character. Now think about all the stuff that's happened in the last two millennia and go. What am I drawing on? Yeah, yeah. And it forces you to have that backstory. It forces you to do this stuff.
0: My question for you, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot like this. I'll do it. Is your ancestral guardian barbarian Mm -hmm. with these eons of ties to their tribe, superstitions and everything like that. Why are they going off with um, a gnome and two elves on a quest from some random lord in
1: Neverwinter? Do you know what I mean? Very, very easy. Go on. So my ancestral barbarian would be rooted into the old gods. So if there was a story where um, the current set of gods are either quarreling or doing this, my old gods have already done it before. And what my ancestors are telling me, rooted in this old culture that's no longer worshipped anymore, the tribes are gone, it's now all big cities and you know big mercantile trades and things like that, my old gods are trying to make me stop and learn from the past and stop what's happening now so the collapse won't ever happen again. That's why the smallest ripples create the largest waves. Right, okay. And that's why you're taking on these contracts to ingratiate yourself within the culture to make sure that you're then believed when you tell them of what your ancestors have told you, the, the wisdom that has been imparted. So whenever you're fighting, you're fighting with the knowledge and the strength of thousands and thousands of years of growth.
0: So your ancestral guardian barbarian is not dumb? No. Wise, in fact.
1: But perceived to be dumb because he talks about things that people don't really understand. It's like, mm. so it's more of, um, I would go with the more agricultural side of things. Yeah. Like, it's a case of, you know, you would you would have, like, really, like, homespun sayings. Like, I don't know, something about water feeding the earth and et cetera. And they're all going, like, oh, all right. All right. Whatever, you know, Forrest Gump running around just kind of going, like, oh, I like water. Yeah, there.
0: yeah. Uh, they're kind of simple and rural and, and yeah, old-fashioned. But, but um, actually... They're probably, kind of sleeping giants. They've they've got this wealth of knowledge that is the world needs, yeah. but not all the time. No. Only when it's required. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like that. That's really cool. Um, do you want to get mechanical?
1: <laughs> oh, try and stop me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so the path features of the Ancestral Guardian. Now, this these guys, we talk about defenders and attackers.
1: Mm. Defenders. Not only defenders, but like proper tanks like this is when i when you say the word tanks like if you're thinking like video games and stuff like that this is maybe the best pre-written example of of how to be a tank and what to use to be a tank
0: yeah yeah uh still doing a lot of damage but everyone can hide behind them yeah um and you're 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 helping out so now i'm going to read this first one because (laughs) It's super wordy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, I'm just about getting my head around it. It's ancestral right. protectors. Okay. Uh, while you're raging, the first creature you hit with an, at- an- a- mm, the first creature you hit with an, at- an-, at- an why can't I say that? Are you trying to
1: say ananas and
0: ananas an- an- the a- pineapple? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
1: first pineapple
0: you hit. The first pineapple. Yeah. Uh, so the first creature you hit
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, has disadvantage on their attacks. Yeah. On creatures that aren't you. Yeah. Yep. And also, the creature that is being attacked Mm -hmm. by the creature that you attacked. Alright, you've lost me. Okay. So you're fighting a beholder Mm -hmm. with your gnome friend. Yes. Yeah? You hit the beholder. Yes. The beholder then has disadvantage against the The gnome. gnome. Mm -hmm. But also, the gnome has resistance against the damage the Beholder does to it. Oh. Yeah? Okay. Now that changes on a turn-by-turn basis. No. Yes.
1: That's pretty ridiculous. And
0: that's third level. Yeah, that's... That is a lot to keep up that's with.
1: That's wild. The thing is, right, at this point, if you're in a party of any more than two, why wouldn't you have an ancestral uh, barbarian, right?
0: Sure. Cause no, it, yeah, absolutely. Because you're now... The maths
1: is... Forever in your favour
0: Yeah I mean, And it gets better That's the that's oh, Yeah that's what well. I mean like, From the
1: get go mm. You are now put The clicky clacky dices Or the little rocks In, in your favour Yeah
0: <laughs> It's a dice rolly game Yeah yeah It totally is Once you're done with all the Ancestors and the gods And all that nonsense It's dice rolly game I will fight you <laughs> <laughs> So that's cool Now we get on to Spiritual Shield Now this This is This is sixth level This is ridiculous
1: More like sick level
0: uh, when a creature within within 30 feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction mm-hmm. to reduce the damage by 2d6. Okay,
1: that's, yeah. That's life-saving. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, especially because at 6th level, I mean, the HP isn't that high. No, no.
0: And um, as you go up, it's 3d6 at 10th level and 4d6 at 14th level. Yeah. And this is not like you have to use a long rest before you can do it again. This is your reaction.
1: Yeah, this is that's crazy. You
0: can do that every round.
1: Yeah, so that you've
0: you've given everyone you've given the creature disadvantage on the attacks. Mm-hmm. You've also given your mates resistance to the damage they get in, and you're reducing their um the their damage, damage by, by d6.
1: Wild. The more important question is, you know, as you're doing it, what like how is that going to look like? What's your ancestor? Like, what's your shield?
0: Um. Well, it, it says it actually. I think the the guardian spirits that aid you can provide supernatural protection. So I'm imagining a literal spectral figure, yeah, of one of your ancestors coming down with a shield, and oh, you're thinking like
1: just one of the big, quite literal, yeah, yeah, okay, nice, yeah. Um, these these
0: these kind of things make me think about um, challenge ratings mm-hmm. and how you're how you're balancing encounters with with your berserker, and then <laughs> same encounter but with <laughs> an ancestral guardian. Like, yeah. how are you doing it?
1: You've got to get uh, you've got to get numbers in right that's that's how you put the threat in Mm -hmm. these are so from what i i kind of read about the background of ancestral guardians is they are so useful against one big bad oh yeah yeah like there i mean it almost renders the big bad not so big or bad at that point with numbers with action economy and bits and pieces coming through like that they become a little bit less powerful
0: yep sure yeah i see what i see what you're saying but that's that's generally the case, isn't it? When you got a lot of when you got a lot of little monsters, a lot of little monsters much harder than one big monster.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. But that's mm. how you get. Ra- that's a, you know, if you're sure. planning an encounter that you want to be deadly. That's how you do it. You can still add the big bad in, but you have to add minions in that can kind of nip away and, mm. and still cause damage.
0: This is um, the ancestral guardian is quite difficult to weave into the the general barbarian path. Do you know what I mean? Like, with your Berserker, it's like, extra attack. And you get an extra, extra attack. And you get an extra, extra, extra attack. Yeah. Whereas this is, like, a complete other tangent to what you've already got. It's
1: it's a different... Like, it's a properly different path. Like, if you go Barbarian at the very start, and you go, like, okay, big hitty boy. Then you pick Ancestral Guard, and you go, ah, something has to change here. I have to... I think a lot of the people that are picking Ancestral Guardian know they're picking Ancestral Guardian at the yes, very start. Yes, absolutely. You they're, ha- not, they're not making that decision at the third level. They're no. going, I want to play this.
0: Yeah, because you're not playing your big dumb stupid barbarian, then go,
1: oh, an Ancestral Guardian actually. Yeah, you, you kind of again like I think you would have to give the DM uh, a little bit of prior notice if you're if you're doing the Ancestral yeah, Guardian because sure. you have to. There has to be a backstory. Like you can't just have. You know, fucking Casper turn up and go. Oh, don't worry, guys. I just whoa, yeah. you missed it. Ooh. You know, you
0: no, t- I agree. Yeah, like you, we talk about. Um, we don't everyone talks about character backstories and how they shouldn't be really long and <laughs> stuff. But if you are picking ancestral guardians, <laughs> you got to have some meat. Yeah, those, yeah, absolutely. Right, tenth level consult spirits. I love this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> now you can so say you get uh, to use two spells: clairvoyance and augury. Yeah. Now, have you read these spells? Yeah, yeah they fat shit. Well, clairvoyance is clairvoyance is basically um you, you put CCTV somewhere within a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is cool, really, really handy. We talked about the berserker having um no use outside of the battle. Mm-hmm. This is super the useful. Opposite, yeah. yeah. Now augury. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous spell I've ever ever seen it takes a lot of buy-in from everyone including the dm talking about having to speak to your dm beforehand yeah if i was going to use this spell i would have to give you a week's notice at least
1: i've seen uh this spell come up in some actual play podcasts and stuff and it's been handled really poorly yes Yeah. yes so it, it's because i think what happens is you catch the dm unawares and sometimes when you do that they get defensive so sure like I'll, I'll just I'll read augury. Yeah, so you're gonna do so. Um, it's a second level. Um, casting time one minute. Div- divination spell, instantaneous. Uh, the blurb is: by casting gem inlaid sticks, rolling dragon bones, laying out ornate cards, or employing some other divination tool, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next thirty minutes. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. You have wheel for good results, woe for bad results, wheel and woe for both good and bad results, and nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. Now you can you can kind of cheap out of that, but I'll, I'll go back to that in a second. The spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as casting an additional spell or loss or gain of companion. If you cast a spell two or more times before completing your next long rest, there is a cumulative 25% chance that each casting after that, uh, you will get a random reading. The DM will make this roll in secret. So it's, you know, it's, there's a limit to the
0: power. It's very strange. It's like, right, I want to try and start a fire. Um, I cast Augury. And the DM goes, okay, uh, good results. You're going to have good results for starting the fire. And Mm -hmm. you sit there and go, fantastic. That means I'm going to start this fire and we're all going to be fine. But the spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances like it raining. Yeah. So it's... It's it's fun is what it is. Is
1: that it? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's
0: just fun. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that. Prick. <laughs> but you go into Ancestral Guardian and it's a really serious subclass. Yeah. It like we say, it's got all this kind of like interwoven backstory yeah. and you get clairvoyance or this ridiculousness. Mm.
1: Which is cool. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Yeah, alright. It like so imagine, like the way that I look at it is you kind of have this I picture the Ancestral Guardian as like a uh like a shaman. Uh, almost, you know, James Bond, Doctor No. Uh, you know, the Doctor No is like a witch doctor with the skull paint, yeah. like face yeah. paint and stuff like that. I almost picture that kind of thing. Okay. Um, it's like an old school seer voodoo witch doctor. I, like, I love that image. I think that's such a cool thing. Um, and I I like, I especially love like the bones, like reading the bones and stuff mm. like that. Like you're about to do something shit like, imagine if you're like, let's say for a heist or something, it's like, mm, we're about to, you know, knock down the door of this person, and you go like, no, 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 hold on. Let me just consult the bones. And you kind of like, your eyes missed over, and you pull out these bones, and you scatter them along the floor as they clatter across the stone. And you go, what will happen if I open this door and confront this person? And as a DM, I'd be like, yes, this is brill. This is absolutely brilliant. Um And you can play with it. Like, you can have, like, I mean, I would probably... Be a real arsehole about it and go like I
0: mean you'd constantly go good and bad results, wouldn't you? Because then you're opening so many windows. Yeah,
1: I mean I would I would switch it up. I wouldn't just kinda go, you know, wheel and woe. I would go like it's gonna be a woe. The the bones spell woe across, you know, multiple different cracking timelines if you open this door. They don't know why. You don't know why that it's a woe. Yeah. It just makes you go, Oh shit, that's like am I gonna do it? it just adds another bit of jeopardy in there and I think that's so interesting that you can, and don't get me wrong, you can't do it too often and you can't rely on it for but every But you can't decision. use it too often, the mechanics I mean. won't yeah. allow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also love that it puts in the like, the DM's kind of favour as well, so you can then roll a percentile dice and go like, <laughs> is this going to be complete nonsense now because you're trying it too much? I suppose it also gives
0: your DM the opportunity for a little bit of railroading. Like, if, you, if your party's like us and spend three hours doing stuff, then you can kind of Point them in the right direction. He's like, "Oh, if we go north, is it going to end in good or bad? Good, it's going to be good results. Yes, good results. go go north, go north." Yeah, <laughs> which, yeah, which mean, is handy for DM to have.
1: So instead of me yelling at you guys and just going like, <laughs> "Oh, guys, just fucking do the thing," I can then go, "Oh, the bones. <laughs> There's a favorable wind going north, and yeah, I, I think it's cool. It just yeah. adds a, a different way of exchanging information exposition." Yeah, yeah. um Uh, it's it's mental that they put it in as as a like the trait though like do you know what i mean like it it is crazy but it's brilliant it's got a lot of it it
0: fits the trait in a flavor sense but in a meta sense it doesn't no
1: and it like for me i think that's why i love ancestral guardian so much is it it's totally style over substance and that is oh just chef's
0: kiss it's a lot of substance though
1: there is also substance there as well. Speaking yeah. of
0: substance, you your level fourteen vengeful ancestors—you know that shield we talked spoke about earlier, where you reduce the damage. Yeah, yeah. So when you hit level fourteen, you reduce the damage, and you throw that damage back at the attacker.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: So your beholder attacks your gnome. Yeah, you take four d six off of them, mm. and then you throw four d six back at the beholder. Oh.
1: Is it the same? Do you have to roll it twice? No, no. no okay, it's, it's the same, it's the same, same man, damage. Right.
0: Yeah, same roll. And that is, um, yeah, again, that's reaction.
1: That's wild. Mm-hmm. I think that's what puts it as the best, right? Yeah, that, that one and that alone is because it's constant damage, constant utility. Whilst you maybe not,
0: you're also not rolling. Um, you're not rolling attacks. It's not a reaction. You get a melee attack or anything yeah. like that. It's um, your mate gets hit. Roll your d sixes. That's, yeah, that's it. that's it.
1: That must, I imagine, as a player playing that in like a, a tense situation, that must get pretty hectic because you're constantly having to. To to do that,
0: it's it's a good way to stay um, invested in the battle. Like when your turn's over, Mm. a lot of players switch off while everyone else is having their turn. Yeah, you're playing Ancestral Guardian. You're You're doing that. Yeah, yeah. you're on all the time.
1: Constant. Again, it's incredibly good crowd control. So actually, I'll be honest. I mean, again, it is good for one big bad, but it's not. It's no slouch when you get other other monsters and creatures into it.
0: One last question for you. Yeah. Because um, you you said about the um the Doctor No mm. thing, what race would you play, um, Ancestral Guardian? Oh, good question. Uh, I mean, I, all I can think about is Drow right now.
1: Oh, it is a bit. It is a bit like. Yeah, it doesn't. It takes you away from your your cliche, your standards, mm. doesn't it? You're not. You're not half giant. You're not. You're not. Or, well, maybe orc. I might. I might go full orc. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like the. Uh, either that or Dragonborn. Maybe Dragonborn have like a cult of the dragon Ooh. deal. With
0: the ancestral elements to it, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because yeah. dragons being ancient. Yeah. Essentially. Half giant. Basically
1: as you throw that damage back, it's like a, a spectral dragon regards mm. across oh, and just yeah. fire. Now it's a real Mulan. Yeah. Oh is that is <laughs> yeah, that what it, it is? is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'm Mulan, I don't yeah. care. <laughs>
0: Wicked.